Welcome to the Love and Life Podcast, Sexuality and Intimacy for Today's Christian Woman. I am your hostess, Mariah Young. I would like to be your guide to a better sex life and becoming a sensual, purposeful woman of God. From a young age, I have had many things happen to me with my sexual life as well as made choices that have really kind of screwed up my love life for my marriage. But God has redeemed and healed so many of those wounds from my past and really given me a tangible, hands-on way to grow in my sexuality and intimacy with my husband. You may be able to relate to my story and I believe that God has given me a way to help others as well. I would be honored if you would join me on this journey. My hope is that in each podcast, you'll get a couple of nuggets that will help you to grow into the woman that God wants you to be in your sexuality and intimacy with the love and life. All right, ladies, I am deviating from my podcast series that I've been doing on mindset, and I will go back to it, but I felt like we needed a little bit of a break. I didn't want to overwhelm you on mindset, and I just wanted to give you the opportunity to hear about a question that I have actually been asked before. So I have actually had the question, and I have dealt with myself many times, how do I come back from a bad day? (laughs) And the truth is we probably have more bad than perfect, amazing, great days, right? Because we're busy, we work, whether in the home or outside of the home. Whether you're a stay-at-home mom raising children or you do a work outside the home and you come home and still raise children and your wife and your house cleaner and your chaperone, all of these things add up. So I find that we have more bad days or at least not perfect days than we do those sunshiny, amazing, beautiful days where having sex is just inevitable because it was such a great day. So here's what our topic is today, taking the pressure off. The other day, my husband and I had a terrible day. Actually, it wasn't terrible. It started out pretty good. We got to spend time together. It was lovely. And then I don't even remember what happened, but the kids came home from whatever it was. Maybe it was school that day. And all hell broke loose. Forgive my words, but that is exactly what happened. There were arguments. There were fights. There was just so much. And by the time we kind of just got to our alone time in the evening, It was just such a thick tension in the air that you could cut right through it. And the sad thing about that was we started the day off knowing like, hey, we're going to try and make sure that we make love tonight. (laughs) Well, needless to say, at that point, there was no hope for that in our minds. We pretty much both knew like, well, crap, that's probably not going to happen now. So... I am actually going to tell you how we recovered from this terrible evening. Lovelies, we need to take the pressure of sex off of our plates. Am I saying that we shouldn't have fun between the sheets with our husband? No, definitely not. So hear what I mean. As women, we have a lot of expectations we put on ourselves. We have a lot of issues with perfectionism. A good number of us do. 
And maybe even if it's not considered perfectionism, if you're kind of like, uh, yeah, I'm not really a perfectionist. My house is not perfect and all of that. That's not so much what I mean. I mean more of you're either an all in or all out. If you can't do it 100% the way that you want to do it, you're not going to do it at all. So nothing's going to get accomplished. Does that sound familiar at all? That's totally me. We really do have a pressure in our society to be perfect with or without a career. We're supposed to be perfect wives. We're supposed to have dinner on the table that is healthy and organic every single day by a certain time. We're supposed to clean the house. We're supposed to be great moms. We're supposed to be dressed beautifully for our husbands. And especially with sex, we are supposed to be ready to go. (laughs) Oh boy, it really doesn't take a long time for our bubbles to burst on this one or for us to drop the ball. But even if we are struggling to keep these expectations up, we still so often hold them in our minds. We really need to practice giving ourselves grace, so much grace. We would give it to others. So why won't we give it to ourselves? Even more so with our sex lives, we know how much our hubbies need it. I mean, we're told how much they need it, a lot. I know of several books on marriage and communication and sex that talk extensively about how much our husbands need it. Well, we do too. And don't worry, we will definitely be talking more about this in another podcast. We hear the criticisms of marriage and how married men don't get any. Oh my goodness, this particularly drives me crazy. I remember when I first got married and some of my husband's friends joking about that and how angry it would make me. And I would ask, I sure hope you stood up for me in that one because that's not the truth. The pressure of sex has the opposite effect on us. It becomes more of an obligation rather than a desire. We don't desire to be the old ball and chain, the old bag. That's not our goal. And we may be able to push ourselves into just doing it during the good times, but how often does that actually happen? What about the normal or really difficult times? How do we push through during those times? Well, I've got a couple of answers that could potentially help you. I have four things that actually helped me the other night with my own difficult situation. And I hope that these will help you too. So number one, be honest with yourself with where you're at. Are you really angry? Are you exhausted? Do you really feel like there's no way you're going to come back from the happenings of that day to be able to make love to your husband? Then be honest with yourself about that. Sometimes we are the ones that hold ourselves to very high expectations and just allowing ourselves to have grace is huge. Number two, communicate this with your spouse. Also communicate that you desire to be more active and not less, but right now you're really just not feeling it and tell him why. 
It is not a weakness to share our feelings and to tell our spouses what we're thinking about. I'm not telling you it's going to be easy. I'm not saying it's not going to be a hard conversation, but at least if you communicate this and you do let them know that this is not your goal, they can at least support you in moving forward in the future. Also, they can know how to prevent something like this again in the future. Number three, take the pressure off. In this conversation, take the pressure off. Sex should not be the goal of the evening. Instead, it should be a bonus. If it still happens, wow, that is amazing. Truly, truly amazing. And I hope that you recognize that. But really, it should be a byproduct of number four. Focus on loving each other that night. If you can just make an atmosphere of loving each other and let that be the goal for the evening, truly caring for each other, especially after a tough day, there is a big chance that loving could still happen. But again, that's not the goal. So here are some things that you can do. And of course, you can do so much more than what I'm talking about. I'm just gonna give you a few ideas. I actually focused on the love languages. My love language is gifts. And when I went back to read the five love languages recently, it actually talked about how gifts really can also be all five because you can gift each one of the love languages to the person who has the gift love language, which actually was kind of relieving to me because I started to really wonder, am I really all five like equally? So this made a lot of sense to me. So what you're gonna do is you're going to gift each other love in their love language. Focusing on your spouse's main love language would obviously be a plus. So I'd highly recommend starting with that. If it's gifts, make a card, or maybe you could go get a small gift together. If it's late, like our situation was, we could have gotten away for a couple of minutes and just made that happen. We actually gifted each other a little bit of wine inside of the beautiful glasses that my husband gifted me for my birthday last year. Actually, I'd forgotten about them. They were hidden. So it actually kind of was like a gift. (laughs) Spend quality time with each other. Turn off the TV, turn off the screens, get the kids in bed and talk. If you can, with my kids, I can do this because they're teenagers or they're old enough to be on their own for a little bit. Take a walk and talk, hold hands, pay attention to each other. And you know what? If you don't turn off the TV, that's okay too. Cuddle and make sure that you are together. Show affection or touch without it having to lead to sex. You could give each other massages. You could dance. Take care of a task together. Turn on some sexy music. Touch while you're working. Create a loving atmosphere. Offer encouraging words to one another. Pray for one another. Compliment each other. Find ways to offer affirmations to each other. I would encourage you to try to make this your new goal for each evening, to spend the evening finding ways to love one another. And the more that you do this, the more you will fill each other's love tank. And I can promise you the chances are very high that your sex life will be affected by this as well. Hopefully, for the best. Well, lovelies, thank you again for joining me for another podcast. As I said, this one was a bit of a break from our norm, but 
you know what? Sometimes that's just good to do. Take a little break. I do want to let you in on something that I have going on. I'm so excited. I just got my new website up. You can visit me at theloveandlife.com, spelled exactly how you see it on the podcast. So exciting. And I also wanted to share with you that I have had a little bit of a change in my plan. So February 14th originally was going to be when my first course came out. I have actually had a little bit of a sway in the direction that I'm going and definitely not a bad thing. I'm very excited to have some resources come out before those courses. I believe that these are going to be a great pathway to the courses that I would like to get out. And I believe that they will benefit you greatly. So as soon as I have them out, of course, you will be the first to hear about them. I hope that you will find them as exciting as I do and a source of information and affirmation for you. All right, ladies, of course, if you're not on my Facebook page, please go ahead and make sure that you like it so that you can stay up to date with everything that is going on. And you can also find some fun things on Instagram. In fact, I met with someone this week and we're gonna do a fun collaboration on Instagram. I cannot wait for that to begin. Uh, You can look for that to happen actually beginning in March. All right, lots of great things here happening on The Love and Life. Please make sure to sign up for social media. Make sure that you stay in the know and get my warm fuzzies straight to your email. All right, lovelies. Until next time, bye. Bye.